Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. AM 560, FM 96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM, and streaming on the Radio.com app. Sponsored by Williamson Cadillac, your premier luxury dealership. Experience everything that Williamson Cadillac has to offer. Williamson is Miami. Happy to welcome you back to the Hurricane Hotline. Joe Zagacki, Don Bailey Jr., September the 10th. 8 o'clock, we'll be crossing our fingers, but it looks good right now. We'll be on the air uh, at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, 8 o'clock kickoff from Miami and University of Alabama, Birmingham. And joining us now from ESPN, one of the great writers in the country, Andrea Adelson is joining us, also becoming a television star, quickly becoming a TV star. My goodness gracious, formerly of the Sun Sentinel, all this former Sun Sentinel people go on to uh, gigantic things. Andrea, how are you? I'm great, guys. How are you? Very good, thank you. All you guys are going on to to uh, tremendous things. What happened to Dave Hyde? He's still here. <laughs> <laughs> I always appreciate seeing Dave when I come back to town, and Miami's <laughs> always got that spot in my heart. You know that, Josie. <laughs> hey, Joe. Pushing. I hate to tell you, we're both still here too. I know that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> thank God. Thank God. <laughs> I'm just I'm busting our chops and his chops. Well, yeah. Andrea, we are. Uh, we're nine days away from ACC football, and I think it's a remarkable story uh, to get this far, and I feel pretty good that we're going to have a kickoff next Thursday night. I'm feeling pretty good right now, too, although I keep hearing uh, the only certainty is uncertainty from anybody in the ACC, but obviously you get to this point right now and you feel like uh, it is feeling good. For kickoff, they released um, uh, the kick times for the first two weeks of the season today. They wouldn't have done that if things looked like they would be going the other way. Um, and after so many months of wondering whether we would get to this point, I was even wondering whether we would get to this point. I know a lot of folks inside the ACC were wondering whether we would get to this point. It almost feels like we're about ready to cross that big hurdle um, and get the season started. Now, you know, having said all that, you know, I'm not going to sit here and predict and guarantee that all 11 games are going to get in 
plus the championship game, plus everything that's to come. But for right now, at least, it seems like we're, uh, we're ready for kickoff. Andrea, aren't we overlooking it? If it, And I agree with you. We can't predict how many games there are. But shouldn't there be a ton of credit for the amount of effort and energy and thinking and planning and that has been put in place to just get us to today? And, I mean, you can, you can say that at the end of every day. It's just been absolutely amazing to me to see that when we walk on, when you on our campus at the University of Miami, the, the changes that have been made, the, you know, the, the, the things to protect the student athlete and, the, and everybody involved on the campus, the, the, the immediate effort and attention to detail that was put in place, if, this, if, if it stopped today, there has to be a, a sense of pride for all of these people on what they've done to this second. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And this has been months and months and months of planning. This all started back in March and April when they started thinking about how are we going to get a season done and knowing what the safety procedures and protocols and guidelines needed to be and starting to hammer it into the players from the very, very beginning what they had to do. They had to wear their mask. They had to social distance. They had to avoid parties and large crowds. Um, they had to wash their hands. They had to practice good hygiene. This has all been something that coaches have repeated ad nauseum since March. Um, and so now that we've gotten to this point where the players are following all of these protocols, um, where you've only had one recent school with an outbreak in NC State, most everybody else that you hear from to this point, they've had no positive tests over the last couple of weeks or maybe just one, I think it's an enormous credit to what the universities have put in place, starting from the presidents and the chancellors all the way down to the coaches and all the way down to the players who have made such an incredible sacrifice to get to this point right now. Just the hard work that they all put in months and months at home. You know, so many of these guys didn't have access to weight room or nutrition or even Wi-Fi. You know, I heard stories about players having to to sit in their cars outside the public library using Wi-Fi to be able to get their schoolwork done. Or even when it comes to, to weights, filling their backpacks with rocks so they could have something to lift if they didn't have weights at home. Going into public parks where they shouldn't have been to get a workout in there. You hear all of these stories about the efforts and the lengths that these student athletes have gone to. And then once they get back on campus, um, you know, basically being to themselves in their little athletic bubble, avoiding all of the danger spots and the danger zones, wearing their masks, doing all the social distancing in practice, not being able to get together for team meetings. I could sit here and go on and on and on about all of the sacrifices everybody has made. So you're absolutely right. You know, to be able to get to this point right now where it looks like we're going to get kickoff to a season, it's it's a credit to everybody who was thoughtful enough to put these plans into place and then all the people that were able to execute the plans. Andrea, one more what-if uh, COVID question, and then we're going to talk about uh, real football inside the league, and that is th- this. And I think if you, know, you look at one of the things the ACC, SEC, and Big 12 said is we're going to look around – uh, at other sports to see how they respond. What happens with baseball? What happens in NFL training camps? What happens with golf and auto racing and those things? And I think baseball is a very good example. Baseball, the Marlins had their situation, the Cardinals, the Reds. But baseball pushed through it. They found a way 
to uh, maneuver their rosters, change the schedule. They have pushed through. They're at the halfway mark now, and it looks like they're going to make it. Uh, do you think that the ACC, SEC, the, the, the conferences that are going to play, uh, if they have these minor outbreaks or they've got a delay or whatever, do you think they're going to be able to withstand some of the attacks that will come their way and then push through? Well, they've already withstood the attacks um, because when the Big Ten and the Pac-12 announced they were going to push the fall season, I think everybody expected them to follow suit. And when they didn't, you started hearing this outcry about, you know, where are their priorities? They only care about money. You know, how could they do this? And now that some schools only have remote learning and don't have students on campus. It's, again, more hand-rigging about, I thought this was about being a student and the university experience. And, and they've been undeterred in trying to get this done. And you bring up a good point about wanting to see how the other sports leagues have handled all of this. Just from the very beginning, these commissioners have been in touch um, with the commissioners in the professional sports so that they could be up to date on the protocols they were doing and the procedures they were going to take when there were positive cases, what was going to happen, what was going to be triggered. So, you know, a lot of this um, delay also has something to do with the fact that they wanted to see how the professionals were going to do it before they went ahead and started. And baseball is the most obvious um, parallel because they don't have the bubble that the NHL and the NBA have. Um, and the, the college doesn't really have it either. They're going to be traveling just like baseball. They're not asking players to, to be in, in a hotel room all by themselves every single day. They're trying to lead as normal a life as possible, even though nothing is normal right now. So I do think that uh, they're going to try to get through it. That's why there's flexibility, flexibility built into the schedule. You've already seen one game that was moved uh, for that reason. The, the ultimate question is going to be, you know, how do you decide whether you can play a game or not? Is it going to be whether a position is, is quarantined or positive and, and you don't have receivers to play or offensive linemen? Those remain some of the unknowns about what the whole season is going to look like as it unfolds. But I do think they're going to try and, and gut it out and get through it once they start. And when you, when you look at – so much has been said recently of, of the player's voice. And, and I look at what Coach Diaz encouraged his football team to do is take a leadership role on campus. Now, the football players historically have been you know, leaders on the football field and have been in their world, but he told them – and has and encouraged them to be leaders on campus and encourage the other students to make sure that they're following all the rules, that they're wearing the mask, that they're keeping the social distance, and, and to be leaders by example, but also somewhat of an enforcer in a sense, with, without you know just encouraging everybody on that campus to make sure they're doing everything they can to be safe. Your thoughts on that? had the, the perfect messaging from the very beginning. And I remember I talked to him probably in May um, when all of this started to, to get underway. And he told me how adamant he was every time he talked to the players about making sure they were following all of the protocols they had to wear and, and do the masking and, and be role models in the community, because if they didn't do that, they wouldn't have a season. And he put it in those blunt terms. Because you have to at this point, right? You have to t- 
tell your players, if we can't follow this, we don't deserve to have a season. You're not going to have one because we won't be safe enough and healthy enough to play. And so I've seen other coaches follow with similar messaging to their, to their teams. Mac Brown, for example, he's told his players, if I get wind that you're not wearing your mask and you're where you're not supposed to be outside of practice, you're going to get kicked off this football team because that means you don't care enough about these teammates of yours to, to, to put their best, best interests at heart and your best interests at heart for a football season. So that messaging has been there. And I think Manny has been at the forefront of all of it, just based on the conversations I've had with him from the very beginning. And, and you have to do that because he's right. You know, if you start thinking about what happens in the middle of a season, if you have one player test positive, and then the entire position group have to be quarantined for 14 days because of contact tracing, you've just put two weeks of the season in jeopardy. And you don't know if you're going to get those two games back. So that messaging is something that I appreciate out of all these coaches, and I hope there are other students on the campus are following the lead of the football players because they've been doing it since June and May and April. I love this all-conference schedule, by the way, and I think – uh, after fans see it, it, it might be tough for the conferences to go back to the old 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 scheduling. Uh, at any rate, uh, it's going to be all ACC games except for the one non conference game. Uh, who are your top four? Uh, and if, of course, it includes Notre Dame this year. So, uh, as it shakes out, who do you think will be the top four in the ACC? Well, first of, first of all, Josie, I agree with you on the conference schedule. This is the, the most compelling ACC schedule that I can remember. And uh, I think most people probably agree with me. And some of that has to do with Notre Dame. I wish Miami and Notre Dame uh, got, got to uh, play this year. I was hoping for that. But a lot of it just have to, has to do with the fact that we're going to have a whole lot of competitive games on this schedule. Um, and so we'll see whether that leads to changes down the line. But as far as my, my top teams go right now, obviously Clemson had number one winning the ACC again. I got Notre Dame, uh, North Carolina, uh, and Louisville at this point as, as what the top four looks like for, for the preseason. Uh, but having said all that, you know, the team that I really am excited to watch is Miami, you know, for a whole bunch of reasons. Obviously, Derek King is number one. But the fact that, you know, Manny and the staff have continued to rave about what Derek has brought to the table, not just uh, on the field and the changes that they're going to have on offense this year, but the leadership that he's brought. You know, Manny said today um, that, that this team is far more connected than it was a year ago. I'm sure some of that has to do with the leadership that Derek has, has brought to the table and, and leadership across the board. You know, you're seeing it at a bunch of different position groups. The defensive line, even though Rousseau is not going to play, still I think has a chance to be outstanding this year and, and nothing but raves about uh, the running back group. I know that, that depth is lacking a little bit there, but from the guys who've taken the reps in practice, it sounds like that group's going to be great too. If the offensive line can come together a little bit, given what the potential is in this offense and what Derek King can do, um, I'm really excited to see what Miami is, uh, is going to be capable of this year. Well, we're going to get Louisville in the second week okay. of the season. And 2-2 uh, Atwell, Mikel Cunningham, 
two great players for Louisville, along with uh, JV and Hawkins, their running back. So uh, that'll be an early season matchup, and we'll see how Miami Ferris a year ago, the Canes beat Louisville. Louisville's got a tremendous run game, lots of offense. Defense was a struggle for them. Uh, but, Andrea, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it very much. And uh, I don't know if we'll be able to see you at a game or not this year uh, because of all the bubbles, but uh, we appreciate you being on the show with us. Well, if I'm not there, just know that I'll be there in spirit. So thanks for having me, guys, and stay safe, everyone. All right. Take care. Andrea Adelson joining us from uh, ESPN and the ACC Network and uh, former Sun Sound reporter. All right, Don, that's our first hour. we got another hour to go. Okay, good. We're in shape. We're resting up. Yeah, we're resting up, baby. We've been we've been resting for a while. Yeah, yeah we're, we're rested. Trust me. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll hear from Corey Gaynor, University of Miami Center. We'll do that after this break. Uh, we'll hear from Corey Gaynor, and then uh, Don will break down the Hurricanes' offensive line. Uh, that's coming up next in hour number two of the Hurricane Hotline. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 